Welcome back to another podcast, and today we are doing our slash of legal advice, and I hope y'all enjoy. Let's get into the first post. Um, employee telling employer telling workers not to come into work if vaccinated. Yes, you heard that right. If vaccinated, employers is telling workers. If you got your COVID vaccine, not to come home to work because he doesn't want to be around people releasing the virus. He's essentially forcing them not to work under his own beliefs about COVID that don't affect him whatsoever. Not sure around the laws regarding the situation. Any help would be appreciated. Located in Ontario, Canada. Well, I happen to be from there. And from what I know, you don't have to tell him that you're vaccinated legally unless he specifically asks to see your yellow slip or whatever you get. You don't need to tell him. And if he asks, you don't have to say anything unless he specifically asks with like legal documentation or whatever. But I don't think you have to give it to him. I am no lawyer, though, so do not take my advice completely seriously. Please and thank you. Our second post is, Is it illegal to trespass on property to help someone in danger? I was coming back from work last week when I saw a kid, not older than three years old, on the third floor of a building with half of his body outside the apartment's balcony. I was unable to see the rest of the balcony, but I saw the kid was struggling to keep his balance while trying to reach some clothes that were left on a robe to dry. The rope was outside on the balcony, on the edge of the balcony. So I ran into the building's entrance and found the the door that was locked. I was genuinely worried about the kid's safety, so I broke and lock, broke the lock, climbed the stairs to the third floor. I knocked the door till the woman opened, opened it. I had two. It had two little kids in her hand. I'm guessing she was busy; she didn't notice the third one. I told her what I saw from the balcony and grabbed him, and she thanked me. Two days ago, a man comes to my firm and talks to my supervisor, saying I broke into his home. When I came, he told me that my that his wife recognized my uniform. I had a private security company uniform on. And he said that he's already filing a case because of trespassing and disturbance and all of that. I told him I didn't step into his house. He turns out he owns the old building. And I offered to pay for the lock I broke, but he refused. Can he actually sue me? Should I call my lawyer? I live in Texas. I like this comment from the person down below. When someone comes to your firm and threatens to sue you, they are usually just blowing off some steam. If he is actually going to sue you, he would be talking to a lawyer, not your supervisor. I would just ignore him. If you actually get sued in a lawsuit, then of course, then you respond to it, but I think that's very unlikely. I, okay, I do think you should consult a lawyer, because even if he is bluffing, Still consult one, because some lawyers, if you get the right one, will do 
phone calls and stuff like that for free. Or write a, write a letter. Um, but I don't know. So, yeah, I would consult a lawyer, but he's probably bluffing. Our next post is... Neighbors put a barricade block off our street so a bunch of drunk people and young children can play in it. We are the second house away from the turn. They are the first. The neighbors like to put up a barricade blocking off the turn and consists of traffic cones in unknown origin and traffic bins, trash bins. To do this so a part so a party consisting of young children and drunk adults can play and loiter in the streets without anyone being able to get through it. They are disruptive, they leave trash everywhere, and play loud music. When we drive home, they have a barricade up. We have to drive five minutes to go around there and get to our house. The issue is, this would obstruct an emergency services trying to get to the house on our street. They couldn't even drive through because of the people on the street. Someone could miss it and smash their car into trash bins. No one could get through in a general. In general, they would have to take a five-minute detour. They're endangering children, and all the beer bottles they leave could pop tires. So, what laws, if any, does this break? And they, and if they could do this, can we call the cops on them and have them telling it to, to have them tell them? To remove it, I could physically remove the barrier, but I feel like if might confront me, how do I stop this? We already tried asking them, and just and they just say something on the lines of, "Otherwise, people would drive into us," or excuses like that. This is in Idaho, so I don't know what your laws are in that exact state. I know I'm not, I'm very much sure it's illegal to block off a specific road without a legal reason to do it, but I don't know about your state, so I can't exactly speak, nor probably should I, but I'm still going to. Uh, I like this comment. As As others have said, call the police. Every time they do this, in most cities, you have to have a permit to block a public street for gatherings like this. My city provides the barricades. If it's possible, take pics of the trash and slash bottles they leave after the party. This is more likely to get to get the police to do something. You can also ask if there is a particular department you should talk to. I think in my city, the Bureau of Transportation is the one that's involved and shutting down streets for any included parties with permits. So that's a very good, very good reason. Um, yes, I do think getting the police involved is a good idea, but I don't know what they can do. So, because I'm not exactly from there, so I don't know. But anyway, our next, our next post is from this. Um, is my sister or I legally obligated to pay our father's credit? our late father's credit card debt. When my dad passed away, he did so after living with my sister for a few years. He had no home or vehicle in his name. Upon passing, my sister, with what was left from his life insurance policy, 
and his remaining benefits. We paid off his credit card bills he had racked up over the years. I say most. There was one for about 800 that his life, imp- life insurance policy couldn't cover. That has been two and a half months ago, and I thought I'd admit I've been busy with work. I probably shouldn't put it off, truthfully thinking about it until now. The reason it's been brought back to my mind was because a debt collector called us, my sister, about the remaining debt, because they want my sister or I to pay what my father would owe, or they would liquidate his assets. My sister informed they would that he had no literal assets, which is a true statement because he had no car, because he hasn't been able to drive for some time, no home to his name, no property at all, no stocks or no bonds. At all, and at the time of his passing, he didn't even have a bank account. As my sister and I thought it would be easiest to manage his benefits with a direct express card from the government, which is now being closed after the remaining we used to pay his, we pay off with his three or four credit cards. Their response, they escalate the matter if we are non-compliant. I took this means to court, but I'm not sure. I also am not sure if they're just trying to imitate us. <sighs> Intimidate us. I suppose the main question I have are my sister or I legally obligated to pay his debts? Neither of us co-signed his unsecured credit and debt, and though we did our best with what we had, at this point some time has passed with his final funds. I'm not sure either of us are legally obligated or willing to pay on something we had nothing to do with. I have been reading up on a few things trying to understand what could possibly happen. I keep seeing probate estate, but my father has no estate, which from my understanding is also a possession. Just because he had somewhere to live with someone during the end of his life doesn't mean his his home was in his name and there was no legal document for anything like that. It hasn't been for some time since he got sick and we had to make arrangements for his care. If it makes any difference, we live in North Carolina. So this comment, I think, is good. Um, no, you are not actually and weren't required to pay use his life insurance money to pay down the credit card debt either. That was your money, which passed outside of probate. The company isn't required to take your word that there is no money in his estate. Typically, the ex- Executor is required to take full accounting of his assets and liabilities and give it to the court. In small states or in insolvent estates, they can be simplified procedures instead of going through a full probate, typically just by filing a form, AOCE-203B. But there is an order for priority to creditors. creditors. And sometimes payment must be prohibited amongst them. If they properly lodged a claim within th- 90 days of the death, an executor that is paid sometime or paid not paid others 
could be liable if they pay some and not others of higher priority. That being said, debt collectors do everything they can to get the family to assume their debts, even when you're not legally required to. Don't trust their word for anything. It's highly unlikely they'll sue you over $800 if they think there's a chance that the estate is insolvent. So yes, that is a very good way of describing it. He is good at explaining things. I like his explanation of it. I agree very much with it. You shouldn't take their threats seriously. A lot of people can talk the talk, but can't walk with their talk, I guess. I don't remember how that saying goes. Whatever. Um, but they can't do it correctly. They like they can talk a lot, but they can't follow up with their actions about it. So they're probably not going to sue you over $800. It's just not plausible for their million-dollar company or like billion dollar company it's not plausible for them to do it it's just dumb so anyway i hope y'all enjoyed and peace